Hello, Jason Statham here. How we doing? You probably think I'm here to promote me no movie to make about the big shark. Nah, not here to promote that garbage movie. I'm here to promote my friend's podcast, my mate, Miles Casey, the millennial man child himself. He's a fucking great guy, I tell you what. But yeah, uh, go check out his podcast, keep listening to it religiously. That's all he wants, just listen to it religiously. Anyways, thanks, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Jason, out. Oh, wow, thanks, Jason, that was very kind of you. I hear you're making a new Cranked movie, like Cranked 17 or something like that. Really looking forward to it, some real original stuff you're working on these days. Good stuff, buddy. And welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Miles Casey. How we doing, folks? You doing all right? You hanging in there? I know there's a lot of bullshit going on. Who doesn't have a lot of bull- bullshit going on? You know what I mean? Ugh, it's exhausting. It really is. You you know, you can't escape it. You know, right when you think maybe you're getting a little breathing room, right when you're thinking things are going smooth, ba-boom, life happens, right? Fucking ba-ba, fucking drops you on your head. And that's kind of what happened to me recently. Uh, I found out last night, actually, that... Uh, I will no longer be working at the barbecue house. My services no longer needed. They said uh, they're readjusting the schedule and figuring things out, and they didn't have any hours for me. Out of nowhere, you know? So that sucks, right? You can't plan for that. You can't plan to lose your job on a whim, out of nowhere, blindsided. Uh, And they said, you know, it wasn't anything to do with how I was working. It's just... Hours are getting cut. I'm a low man on the totem pole. I've been there only three months. You know, they pretty much just used me, abused me, and tossed me away. So, whatever. That's that. That's what happens sometimes, you know. And it's just a good reminder to me. I mean, I kind of thought, in a way, maybe I just... I had a position at the barbecue house. I felt like, uh, you know, my brothers worked there. Aaron's worked there. Uh, I was pretty much part of the barbecue house family, so I thought. But uh, not the case. I have been let go. And it's one of those things where it's a wake-up call again. It's like, oh, fuck. And, you know, I don't want to say I was getting comfortable at the barbecue house or whatever, but I was getting used to this new schedule. You know, it's not like it was fun to work a fucking 12-hour day. But I was doing it. I was making it work, and I thought we were helping each other out, you know. But I guess I was just helping them out, and they don't need me anymore, so that sucks. But it is what it is, and I'll figure it out. I always land on my feet. I always, you know adjust, recalibrate, figure it out, whatever it may be, and uh, yeah, this is just another example of me having to do that, you know, who cares, I, I can be bitter, and I am a little bit, I'm not happy about it, I don't like how they did it, I don't like how it went down, I was supposed to work today, I was actually supposed to go to work in like two hours, but, you know, now I don't have that job anymore, so more time for the podcast, more time for stand-up, more time to do the work that needs to be done so I can get better, you know what I mean? And like I said, it was a wake-up call. Last night, I was gorging myself, being a fat fuck, sitting around, watching movies, being lazy. You know, leisure life, indulging, all that shit. And then, boom, I get a phone call. I actually get a text message hey, from the boss saying, hey, you need to call me. And I find out, bada-bing, bada-boom, no more job. And I was a bit of a whirlwind of emotions. At first, I was pissed off and a little bit worried about how I'm going to, you know, pay for some bills, etc., etc. But, uh... You know, after I went through that, I kind of was laying on my bed and I fucking started laughing. You know? And maybe that is just how I deal with a shitty situation. 
because I was laughing. I'm like, I'm, I can't even hold down the job that I'm most severely overqualified for, you know? No offense to anybody in a kitchen. It's hard work. I'm not saying that, but I am severely overqualified, and my time should definitely be way worth way more than, you know, $12 an hour or whatever I was making, so... It's so funny that I can't even fucking hold that job down. It's like, oh shit, I can't even do that. Maybe I'm just not built for the real world, people. You know what I mean? Maybe uh, maybe I just have to keep fucking stumbling my way through this bullshit out here on the outskirts trying to figure it out until I can actually, you know, make something happen. But yeah, that job's gone. See ya, sayonara. Nice knowing you. I mean, they they did offer such a, such a generous offer. I should maybe, you know, I do want to say thank you for the job. Thank you for, you know opportunity while it lasted I guess I shouldn't be too bitter but I am a little salty I don't like how they handled it but they did offer me uh very generous to be like the friar 911 like in case of emergency somebody's sick or they want a day off or this that and the other just to come in whenever on a whim that is horrible I don't want to be on call fry cook are you fucking kidding me what kind of what kind of offer is that you might as well just went there you go miles spit in your face that's that's the offer that was, that's, that's just rude. I did not appreciate that either. So, you know, here we are. I'm going to figure it out. I'll land on my feet, like I said. But it just kind of reminded me, you know, I am sick and fucking tired of being pawns in other people's games. You know, they're moving me around on their little chessboard and, oh yeah, we're going to use him here and he needs to be here at this time and do this for us. And then, you know what? Eh, I guess we're kind of done with him. And eh, we'll just put him out here, sacrifice him to the queen and bah, dead. You know, I'm tired of being pawns in other people's game. I want to start making moves. I want to be the one moving people around, telling people what to do. And I guess I'm just going to have to work harder. I'm going to have to figure it out. You know, I'm not going to, I got to quit waiting around for something to happen. I got to start making shit happen. You know what I mean? I got to start taking chances. I got to start asking for things that I don't want to ask for. I got to start trying to do things I don't want to do. I got to start pushing myself. And, you know, instead of waiting for an opportunity, I got to fucking kick the door in. I got to go in there and be like, boom, I'm fucking coming in. Here I am. I'm making it happen. Let's fucking go. You know what I mean? That's the only attitude to have. Not to feel sorry for yourself, not to sit on your pity pot. It's shut up, work harder, get it done. And that's what I'm doing. You know, I got to, I got to figure it out. I will. And yeah, that's that pretty much. (sighs) That felt good. felt good to rant about that. But uh, yeah, today's episode is a good one. It was something that I needed to hear. Uh, it's so funny. I kind of had forgotten that I had this conversation, so it is a little dated. It's c- coming from the archives. Uh, my buddy uh, Manny Alinde came- visited a while back, and on his first day here, like pretty much when he first got in, we ha- we kind of recorded a podcast just to get it out of the way. You know, we hadn't seen each other in like <laughs> a long time, maybe eight plus years or something, and it was really good to catch up with him. We had a brief conversation here before we got back out into the streets of San Diego for some more fun activities. You know, we went to the Chili Cook-Off, we went to the Cabrillo Monument, we went all over Balboa Park, we went everywhere in San Diego, and it was a good time when he came to visit. And he kind of talked about some stuff on here that was just a good reminder to me, you know, commitment, hard work, vision for your future, planning, you know, taking sure, making sure you're taking chances, making sure you're not just taking little tiny baby steps and calling it progress. You know, sometimes you got to take a risk, all of that stuff. So yeah, it was a good one and I needed to hear it. So it was good for me. The universe kind of found, it reminded me, it's like, Hey, don't forget about this one. And it's a good one. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you get a little something out of it and yeah, enjoy. 
operators like ho, operators like ho. Man, now ain't that cold. I'm just trying to talk to my homie that's up in the hole. And home girl, not trying to be a hoe. Even though she on the pole, can she get a second chance? No, whoa, like the opposite of gold. That ain't how it's supposed to be. A butterfly, but for the sake of rhyming, let's just say butterfly ye. The truth stings like Muhammad Ali. Tell him, tell him, don't homicide me. I'm just a little old hope with his back against the ropes. Fighting for his fans and fighting for his folks. But the bulls from the crowd can become so loud. If I can block him out, then I can knock him out. And dance around the ring, but until then, I'll sing. I'm the king of cool, and I'ma do me. It is what it is, and it's how it's gonna be. Until I get there. Until I get there. Yeah, I got flaws. back to the Millennial Man-Child Podcast, and I have a very special guest here me, with me today, my old friend, Emmanuel Linde, more commonly known as Manny. Manny, how you doing? Doing good, man. I'm glad to be here. Uh, you know, it's been a couple times that we said that we're going to meet, we're going to meet, but, you know, as uh, one of the many that say that they're going to come, they don't end up coming, you know, I wanted it to be a little bit different, you know, trying, you. To keep my, trying to keep my word around here, so here I am <laughs> making it happen. Happy to be with you, so good sir. Yeah, what are your, like, it's funny that you say that because there are so many people that are always like, oh, I'm coming out to SD, I'm going to be there, I'm going to get out there. And, you know, I get it, it's it's hard to get out here, but I do appreciate you actually making it out. One of my old friends from Kansas, uh, I did want to get your initial thoughts on F- San Diego so far. How are you feeling? Uh, you know what, man, I want to take a step back and, yeah, and go ahead. You, you mentioned something important, I think that's, uh, you know, one of the many friends that say that they're going to do something. And I think, yeah. you know, uh, it's just something that, you know, you can apply to, you know, your whole life. You know, this example that, you know, hey, I'm going to visit Miles. You know, <laughs> it's not going to happen until you really start to plan for it and you really want something. Yep. Then those are, you know, then that's, you know, something is, you know, this doesn't seem like it's a, you know, huge deal for some folks, but, you know, making the time to, you know, to plan for Amen. something and, and take that, you know, that week and get your things done beforehand, you know, it takes some what of commitment and, you, uh, nailed it. you know, I think that's, uh, for some folks, it's such a, uh, you know, for success in general, commitment, it's a tough you thing. know, it's a tough thing, you know, Hey, something, sometimes things aren't going your way, but you got to stay committed to what you like and keep pushing and, I love that. you know, that's how, how it is. So uh, a little bit of commitment. For me right now, you know. My man, my Give man. myself praise right now, you know what I'm talking about? That's what's up, I love that. Thank but, you. No, but, thank I, Like I said, appreciate you coming out. I always love when people back home come to visit and experience what is San Diego with me. Dude, and for, yeah, and for sure. I mean, I've always wanted to be the... <clears throat> I've never been to San Diego. I've gone to LA, San Francisco, the whole coast, except San Diego. So it was like the one city in California I wanted to, to it check out. It just made sense. So, I mean, I always see good stuff. I always hear about, you know, on the news, that perfect weather. Yeah. People are nice. We got so. to go to the chili cook-off already earlier Man, today. Man, that thing was... Shoot, I'm still full, bro. I'm still <laughs> I'm still pretty pretty, pretty full, man. But, hey, it was good. A lot of fun. The beach, man. You know, you live, like, super close to the beach. So that's super it's crazy. cool. So, you folks that are saying you want to visit Miles, <laughs> you better visit Miles, you know, because he's a... 
he's a lucky dude right now living at this uh, place real close to the to the beach. So it's it's real cool. I like the vibe here. Thank you, man. I I feel very lucky to be waking up here every day. You know, you saw the commute to work. It's not very long. I got a pretty good thing going on right now. So yeah, I'm glad I could share it with you. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for the invite. For what, so I, I got to get your thoughts real quick. How are you feeling about this Mexico team, man? I've, I've got a little bit of World Cup fever myself and, you know, another big win today, bro. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, honestly, uh, well, you know, I uh, my, my parents are Mexican. So yes. for me growing up, it was like I was always trained for Mexico, even though I'm from the United States. You know, I love both countries, but... You know, Mexico, just uh, it's been a, a tradition for much longer that it's a little mm. bit different. You know, U.S. is, is still growing. They're getting their tradition going. But, you know, it's just uh, it's still in the development stages. You know, and I think that the World Cup coming here is actually going to be a, 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 a key driver, motivator. a key mm. driver for the talent. Also, for the, you know, to, to get, you know, because they didn't make it to the World Cup this year. <sighs> Such a bummer, bro. So the talent definitely needs to. Needs to step up its level, and uh, hopefully this will do good for for the country. Yeah, you know. And like I said, like you've seen some of those young guys in the Mexican team, some of the Wiley vets. It's it's been fun so far, man. Oh, it's but I mean, beating crazy Ger- upsets too. Argentina yeah. down, like oof. It's been a crazy World Cup, man. But it's been real fun, you know. It's actually looking at the stats, and it's uh, this World Cup has uh, has uh, has at least had one goal every game. You know, a lot that's of other a, games, it's like a scoreless game, and so it's kind of boring, but. Yeah. All these games have been really entertaining, you know. Even today, last minute, dude, yeah, Germany. from other teams, you know, the not just. The 95th minute, they scored that goal. Yeah. That's gnarly. Yeah, so not just Mexico or, like, Brazil, but, you know, all around, you know, the the goals last minute, you know, they're you can tell that the players are giving it all. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that you want to see. And so, uh, yeah, right now it's, like, the biggest event in the world. So, so many people are watching it. You know, I don't think some sometimes uh, folks aren't as knowledgeable on soccer just because they didn't grow up with it as much yep or was it just part of you know um you know their culture just like as if it was cricket for me you know i'm sure cricket's very popular but Somewhere, i don't really but not, yeah <laughs> but not here you know so yeah, i don't i don't understand that passion but uh yeah no i think mexico in the end it's doing a they're doing a great job you know it's just hot start at least yeah hot start the coach he's been doing real good you know you can see that they're focused you know it would have been like i would have been pretty upset today if i would have seen him play like crap yeah you know? Because sometimes Mexico do especially really good. Just, yeah, especially you just got to San Diego. You're on the vacation. It's like, oh, yeah, let's got, keep it going, baby. Let's keep it going good. Let's get everything's this Mexico Everything's got to keep going, yeah, man. I hey, especially you. for me right now, I'm in vacation mode. So everything's got to be good, you know? Yeah, one interesting thing that I was talking to my roommate about sports is that feeling when you watch like a – you're watching UFC and you're crazy – your favorite fighter gets a crazy knockout or you see Mexico win a game – you know, in, in like amazing fashion, like Germany just did. If you were like a big German fan, yes. and they win the game in the ninety fifth minute, the yeah. last minute, yeah, you know, like that feeling, of like ah, fuck yes, yeah, my team, you know, like where, like if people don't like sports, like you know, where do they get that feeling from? Do you know what I mean? That's an interesting thing for me that I was thinking about. Yeah, you know, I think it's just it seems like such a unique thing to sports, really. Yeah, I just don't know, like physically, how you can release something, you know, different than. You know, liking sports. Yeah. I mean, you don't get that euphoric about a piece of art. I don't think. You know, at that moment. I mean, moment, it can maybe overcome you, a li- like overwhelm you a little bit, but it's not the same, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's that as intense for that short amount of time. Mm. Where, like, if you're looking at a piece of art, like, I can see you being... Uh, it's more time. Well, some but of those it's, moments I don't in sports know. are timeless, too, though. Yeah, but, you know, I just think at that moment in time, it's just like, it just happens at that moment. Like, 
I never you're, look at a painting and be you're like, You're seeing uh, it because a painting's not moving, so this is yeah. like you're seeing it in action, so maybe it's like a whole different... It's a whole thing, the live... It's a whole the, different, you know, yeah. I think live, you know. I was just thinking about that. We were talking about the other day, and like, what the, like, where else do you get that thrill, you know? Maybe if you like skydive or doing something crazy, but that's like still kind of an extreme sport in a way, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about that. Oh, it's interesting. I just think also it's also the vibe of the crowd, you know, Ooh, I think especially, especially like at these games, Mexico. like Mexico, like even though like... Even, you know, I've heard that other countries, like, when they play against Mexico, it's actually, like, a better game for them, too. Just because, you know, they feel the vibe of the people, you know, how they're trying to that get into the to game. Me. And so, you know, that then it, it turns sour when, you know, the other side is losing. But, you know, it's just the whole rivalry. Like, they, they want other crowds to get in it, too. So. Interesting. I love that. And, like, I told you about how after they had won that first game against Germany, like, they literally, in Mexico City, they registered an earthquake. Yeah. Because people were celebrating <laughs> so fucking crazily. That's nuts, right? Yeah. What I kind mean, of fans have those that passion? Patriots yeah. fans don't have that passion. Fucking Golden State Warriors fans don't have that kind of passion. Yeah. I think it's just because, you know, when it comes down, it's, like, the one major sport in Mexico, like, that mm. they can actually, like, hey, you know, really get behind recognize, boxing. you know. But, yeah, so boxing, uh, boxing, and then uh, and soccer, mm -hmm. I think, are the things that they can, you know, really aspire to be great in. So uh, because you just don't have, you know, you can't say, you know, like, football. Like, no. <laughs> There's just not enough resources as a country as a whole for that to be, you know, really yeah. well developed. It doesn't make sense for around the world. Even basketball is at least just one ball and a hoop. You're like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so, but yeah, I mean, like, that's <laughs> not the one thing that, you know, they can be really proud of. And so, uh, that's why it's like, you know, it's intense, you know, and so. Yeah, that's why that's the World cool. Cup is always so interesting to me. And it only comes once every four years, so it keeps it kind of special. Yeah. Instead of just, like, every year, you know, NBA Finals, it's still a big deal or, you know, Super Bowl, big deal. But yeah. It's every year. Like, this is once every four. It's kind of like the Olympics, but, like, even the Olympics don't do it for me as much as the World Cup for some reason. I just don't really get into the Olympics as much for some reason, but... Yeah. Yeah, there's something about it. It just has that special feel. I'm, I'm so glad they are talking about bringing it to North America. Yeah. For 26, whatever it is, 2026 or something yep. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be... I it'll be, Yeah, it'll be a good way to, like I said, uh, bring some more talent to, to the, uh, you know... To motivate this, that U.S. squad, hopefully. Country. Yeah, yeah, get them excited. So uh, another thing I wanted to talk to you about, because I haven't had a single person that's from Kansas on the podcast yet, besides me, obviously. And I just Dang. wanted to say, like, what's interesting about that to me is, like, kind of want to talk maybe a little bit about growing up in Kansas, but also, like, what it's like getting out of Kansas. Because sure. we both have that experience, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, oh, like, yeah. when did you first technically get out? Because you got out before me, technically. Like, you went to... Go, we all, you, I mean, I don't know. You, you got it. You want me to refresh you what happened? Yeah, yeah. Tell you my story? Yeah, tell me the story a little bit again. Um, You know, so I, so after high school, I went to play uh, baseball at Barton County. Played there for one which year. Which is our hometown community which, college, by the way. Which is in Great Bend, Great, Great Bend, Kansas. So I pretty much stayed at the same town. I went there, too. Uh, <laughs> yep. You just for that you, first year. For that first year. Yeah. That's right. And so, um, you know, I played there, and then I transferred to uh, UTEP. Uh, which is uh, out there in El Paso. Okay. Uh, I had uh, I had some family over there, and I just you know I just wanted to focus on school, um, and so I just you know started uh, going to school, trying to finish, and so uh, did my undergrad there. I graduated in twenty thirteen. Uh, then I worked for an investment firm over there uh, for three years, and then just recently uh, back here in uh, March, I uh, joined another firm, uh, and. Um, you know, 
moved, moved to, to Dallas. Nice. Moved to Dallas, and so that's a good, also a good change. Uh, it was uh, Dallas is uh, <laughs> it's pretty huge. So getting around yeah. uh, at the beginning is a little tough, but I mean, it's it's really cool, man. And I'm very blessed to be where I am right now, and I just want to keep uh, moving forward. We'll see. Like, I mean, are, you, are you excited about being in Dallas? Like, it's still kind of fresh. You're like, I like, I like this is a decision I made, and I'm happy I'm here. Yeah, I am. I think it's even, you know, even the people that I've met so far, you know, there's a couple really cool people at work. I've been meeting them. And then mm-hmm. I also have a lot of, uh, actually, my, one of my best friends there, you, you would know Heather Stoss. She lives... Yeah. She, she lives in Dallas. Okay. She lives in Dallas too. So it's I never good. know where she's at. I thought she was in Vegas for a while. She was, yeah. She yeah. was in Vegas, but she moved to Dallas, and so she actually moved there before I did. But Heather's a good connect to have in Dallas. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh yeah, Heather. Heather's she's my awesome. girl. You know, for if you're sure. hearing Heather, what's up? Shout out to Heather. Shout out to Heather Stoss. She was true, man. She used to play baseball. Yeah. You know, when you were younger, she yep, was on yep. the. On the Great Bend White Sox. Uh, is That's it nine a years old? Nine, That's a nine years old and. Uh, nine yeah nine under, and uh, she would play with the boys, man. She was the only girl. She would tr- she'd tough it out, man. I love that. She's a tough cookie. Yeah, for sure, no doubt. Yeah, but uh, and that's funny, like, cause we were also talking earlier, like, trying to figure out exactly when we first met. Yeah. Cause it's been a long time. Like, I can't. I don't think we can put an exact date on it. Like, I thought it might have been indoor soccer. Oh yeah. You thought it might have been uh baseball. Yeah. And I think it could have been either one for sure. Yeah. But like, it's one of those things, just like growing up. And then I think finally middle school was that when we started hanging out more probably. Yeah, for sure. Just because you know we would be more, finally we're we'd like see all each the other. same. Yeah. I think you were in band, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you you played the trombone. The trombone. You were saxophone. I was a saxophone. Yeah. I remember, yes, dude. That's a throwback as well. I mean, I, I I was not very good. You know, it was not my focus, but no, I, yeah. I enjoyed it, man. Just it was still fun to fuck around in there. It was right? so fun. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was real fun. It was always nice just to like at least try to play an instrument. Doing something like that was always fun to me. Yeah. Like I haven't touched my trombone in. 10 years for sure but i used to be in jazz band and regular band as well in high school yeah yeah that was a lot of fun man i just uh just wasn't my forte but you know you were good right you were good in it right decent you know were you in that jazz band yeah i was in jazz band with like cody brandon and some of the jordan batman oh batman yeah dude it was a good time though i always enjoyed playing in band so so like let's see i'm trying to think i've always enjoyed indoor soccer so much like because I just got to meet a lot of new people, even though like I, I feel like I would get not bullied into goalie, but they're like, you're a good goalie. You have to be goalie because no one else is good at goalie. <laughs> and I hated that as a kid because like, when you're a little kid, all you think about is like, how am I going to score the goals? Yeah. Like, Did you ever have that? You, I feel like you were usually probably an offender. You were always pretty athletic. Yeah. I mean, I thought, you know, playing goalie sucks. Like I didn't want to, I never, never. <laughs> That's I mean, how I that's felt, but I was, like, good at it. So they were like, no, nah, you got to play, bro. Yeah. So I was like, nah, man. Even, like, uh, nah. Because, like, the thing is, like, it just gives you, like, that, that sense, like, high, you know, when you score. It's yeah, like, the oh, rush. Hell yeah, you know, that rush, you just scored. You know, like, this, the guy <laughs> from Germany right now, he scored that goal, like, in the 95th minute. That's insane. And the whole, his, his whole country is looking at this play, right? Now, think of it. Like, you're cheering, like, millions of people cheering for you right now yeah. at home watching you. You kick this ball and, like, you score. And it's like, you know, amazing. Nothing, yeah. No, nothing beats that. It's like hitting a home run. It's the same thing. Yeah. yeah scoring the touchdown, the big touchdown. Yeah, 100%. That's why everybody loves, yeah. It's amazing. I think it's the World Cup is so cool, man. You yeah, know, for but, sure. You know, so. That's interesting. I was just, so, uh, one of the things I also, we didn't really talk about it too much, but like, what, what kind of, um, 
plans do you have for your future? What are you thinking about? Are you trying to do more finance type stuff? Is that your goal? Yeah. So right now I'm I'm still sticking with the firm right now. Uh, it's the firm I am. Um, I'd see myself definitely down the road. You know, doing my own thing. You yeah. want to do your own thing eventually? I would like to. I would I like to. I respect that. That's what I, I mean. I think that's the ultimate goal for everybody, right? Like, even with me, I just didn't see necessarily see the end game in finance for me. Like, I don't have the motivation, maybe, or like, I don't know. But like, I was like, my, my end game maybe could be like, hopefully, comedy. Like, whatever it may be, trying to do the podcast, trying to do whatever it, you know could be. I'm just like, I want to be my own entity in that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's uh. You know, it's a challenge. It's a challenge when you especially go by yourself. You know, it's like, I mean, people don't understand. I think sometimes folks, you know, they look at success as just how much money you have at that point in time mm. in, your, in your life. You know, and I think it's more of what you've done already, what you've already tried. and How much you've, how, how far you've come from the yeah, beginning even. Yeah, mm. even that, you know, but uh, you're you're on a path to achieve what you want, you know, in regards to, you know, Hey, you really want to be your own, you know, self-employed? Well, you know, what are you doing now on a daily basis to get there kind of thing? Mm -hmm. uh, and you have that vision, you know, of where you want to be and how you'll get there in comparison to, you know, other folks that, you know, hey, they have a good job and they have good benefits, but, you know, they get a decent, you know, income. They but, get comfortable. But they just get comfortable, mm -hmm. you know, which is, you know, hey, if I think... There's probably nothing wrong with that. It's, it's nothing wrong with it, you know, but it's never going to make you that difference maker, you know, mm -hmm. in life where you could, you know, who knows if you work hard enough, hey, you make a lot of money and with that money, you can like you can impact fund charities, you know, hey, you know, pay for vaccines, vaccines and uh, I don't know. And help your family. In Haiti, you know, some anywhere. natural disaster and you're able to help so many lives yep. because of, you know, that wealth that you created of, of what you're good at, you know. Mm. Uh, and, and what, what you, you love, yeah, that's what, what you love, say. you know. So I think uh, that that's super key, right there. It is, and it's like uh, I like that you brought it to the point of like talking about trying to help people too, because like in whatever small lame way I think I can do that. I didn't think I could maybe do that financially speaking, but I thought like through making people laugh, through making people just be able to like forget uh, for an hour of their time eventually. You know, like I'm nowhere near that now. You know, if I can just give them five minutes, I'm like I just crushed it. Like I'm killing it. You know, but. Yeah. Uh, eventually, just like just to give them that experience of like a good time, make them laugh. Maybe they're going through some terrible shit. Yeah. But I just can make it bring a little bit of joy. Like that would be mean the world to me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's why I like that you kind of brought it back to the same. For like trying to make a little bit of a difference. You know, maybe no matter how small or how big it is, I do like that you kind of brought it to that point. Yeah. Yeah. You're able to change you know people's lives through the through the tool that you know that's driving you to what to achieve what you want to achieve. Mm -hmm. You know. It's, yeah, uh, it's important to, cool. yeah, I like that. Let's see. So we're, we're running about 20 minutes right now, but uh, I'm trying to think, what else should we talk about? You know, since we were talking about it, it kind of just kind of went through our conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, real quick, real quick, uh, reading this book, you know, financial book, I like to read. Yeah. Uh, actually, don't even own a TV at my home. My man, you really, know, that's uh, awesome. I can afford it, but I, I just don't want to buy one because... I think uh, a lot of what, you know, goes, you're thinking about what you're reading about, what your thoughts are about is what's going to drive you to, mm. you know, to either success or not success. Right. And I think we have to be like super aware of that and, you know, acknowledge the fact of, hey, you know, to just watch like 
three hours of uh, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. You know, and some for folks that's like, oh my god, what the hell? I love the Kim Kardashians. You know, hey, you know that's that's your thing. That's good, right? <laughs> yeah, fine. You know, hey, I get it. I'm not judging nobody. I'm not judging nobody, but I just think that's just not a recipe for for achieving your goals. Mm. You know, I think there's more important things you should be. Uh, if your goal is to, you know to take care of your family, if your goal is to lose weight, if your goal is to, you know, do something. Uh, it starts in your mind. Yeah, I you know. And, and what I, you're taking, the information that you're taking in is important. Yeah. So if you're watching Kim Kardashian, she's over here like you know they they really care about their body and they care you know they say a lot of like. You know, crazy stuff because they're trying to have the crowd have entertained. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, my gosh. You know, but, uh, you know, hey, if that brings you satisfaction, that's your goal. Then that's your goal. Right. But, you know, yeah. I think, uh, uh, well, me personally, as an individual, you know, I have a lot of higher goals that, you know, I want to achieve and, you know, help make an impact to a lot of people. And yeah. so I need to step up my game and have a, a career path where I want to. Where I want to go and and that starts kind of with you just like okay I'm going to read more because I know that one of the things I always think I, I talk about it on here too is like I'm always trying to read more because I know there's so much knowledge out there people who are way more intelligent than I am who put this information in books right and yeah. you just have to go out there and take the time to learn it to read it yeah and I, I love that you're like no tv for me I'm just gonna fucking kind of barrel down and, and be be a little more strict on myself especially right now in this point of like it's so easy to get comfortable or not push yourself i feel like sometimes like just to be like i don't want to get out of my comfort zone yeah but that's where the, all the growth happens like that's oh, one yeah. of the things i talk about on here all the time is like when i'm going to new open mics or trying to go you know to places that are i'm unfamiliar with like that you have to get out of that comfort zone because it's a whole new experience again you know what i mean yeah oh yeah and yeah for sure anything that you know you uh you're just not comfortable doing you start doing it you know hey you're already better than what you were yeah that's you know, and point. it just, but that's the problem though. It's like so many folks, you know, they're just like, they don't want to go through that pain. They don't want to take that risk, mm. you know, and it's like, well, you can't expect a high return if you're not taking a high risk either. You know, if you're just taking small little steps or no, no steps, then you're not going to get no return, you that's know, a great on what point. you're doing. So, so, you know, hey, we're young, you know, we can take big risk, you know, once you're getting closer to, you know, I kind of like the example of investing, investing, Yeah. you know, it's us millennials supposedly you know we can take our higher risks than you know an elderly person because we have that time where we can back. you know hey uh, the market will go up and down you know eventually it'll kick back itself back up you know yeah and you know the same with us if we try to you know keep working keep working keep working you know you're failing you're failing but hey boom you know there's yeah. gonna be that time that you're gonna rise and you're gonna you know achieve that success that you're looking and for. And people like I guess it comes back to a little bit of like the delayed gratification and respecting the process, respecting yeah. the slow burn of the process. Like with anything, whether it be going to the gym, kind of whatever. Like you have to understand that this isn't gonna happen overnight. Like I kind of one of the things I talk about in the terms of stand up or what I'm trying to do, I guess, would be like I feel like I'm going back to school for stand up right now. Like yeah. I'm a freshman. Uh, you know, I'm about to maybe go into sophomore year here soon, but like, I'm a rookie basically. So of course I'm gonna not be funny on stage at times. Most of the time I'm probably not gonna be funny on stage because I'm fucking just learning. Sure. And you have to kind of respect the process and understand like, yeah, I'm gonna bomb. Yeah, I'm gonna have some failures, but it's like how you rebound, how you bounce back is gonna be more important than just that one one failure or one loss, you know, as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, and I know it's not really the same. It's like 
Because when you when you're working with finances, it's a whole other ball game. Because people don't want to see no loss. Yeah. It's a there's a lot more pressure on like up there. If I bond, it's just like, well, that was just kind of shitty for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> like and they probably didn't like it, but like I'm the one who walks away from that film like, ugh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But that yeah, so that's one of the I guess that's that's one of the weird things about having the instant feedback from being a stand up. I guess I do like that though. Cause then I know right away. I don't have to wait and send it off and like, okay, hopefully that was right. Yeah. Or it's just like it's like, nope or yep, <laughs> right it's away. It's a quick, quick result, right? Yeah, it is, which is interesting. I don't know. I did uh, recently just enter this contest. I don't know how it works exactly. They they haven't put any dates up yet, but like entered the funniest person in San Diego contest. So that was me again. Like we were talking about stepping out of the comfort zone. So here I am trying to enter this contest that I have probably no business entering in, but you don't know if you don't do it, right? You don't know if you don't try. So, again, it's about taking that risk and kind of taking that step out of the comfort zone, trying to push yourself to do a little bit more. Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything big, but you just got to keep doing it, I think, is 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 the key. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, my dude, I enjoyed uh, this conversation for sure. It was nice talking with you. Obviously, we're going to keep fucking hammering away at the day here but we want to get back out there got to go listen to some more live music down at the ob street fair which i'm excited about oh man it's 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 great man if uh y'all planning to visit miles remember commitment keep your (laughs) word you know keep working it you know absolutely and uh you'll love it when you come down here miles is a great host so thank you yes sir all right until next time folks thanks for listening when you're not strong finished can you fucking believe it who would have thought i made 40 of these little garbage episodes you know what i mean i would have figured i make three or four of them kaputs just done but here we are kicking strong i mean shit 10 more weeks or 11 more weeks and i'm already at my goal of doing this every week for a year that's pretty crazy i don't know i'm gonna have to come up with something kind of special for that one year episode i think that'll be something fun but enough about that I just want to say a quick thank you again to you all for listening. Thank you very much. 
Uh, it's much appreciated. Wouldn't have this podcast without you. If no one was listening, if nobody cared, the fuck I would be doing? I'd just be here talking to myself. Yeah, probably, actually, now that I think about it. But it makes it better knowing that you all are out there listening, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You know what I mean? Also, shout out to Manny. He's a great dude. Had a fun time. Always good to have an old friend that I haven't seen in a while stop by. Was able to come out here to San Diego. I got to share my hood with him. You know, Ocean Beach, gang gang, that's what's up. It was a good time. Got to sit down, chat, catch up. uh, And he dropped a little bit of knowledge on me. I appreciate that. It's always good to have a new perspective on the podcast and, you know, just kind of, it was a good one for me. Like I said at the beginning, I needed to hear it again. So shout out to him for stopping by, coming out here to San Diego. And you know what? Maybe I'll reciprocate. I will go visit him once I get my finances in order, you know, go out to Dallas and he'll show me around his hood and he can be a host and allow me to see what it's like to be in Texas. You know, show me a little of that Southern hospitality. Never been to Dallas. Don't know much about it. I know the Cowboys are there. That's about it. So that would be fun. But yeah, shout out to Manny. He's a good dude. And I appreciate him for coming on as well. Uh, Besides that, um, a few things I want to mention here in the outro. I've been working out again, folks. I know I say that a lot on here, but I'm going three days in a row doing 50 push-ups, 50 uh, squats, and 50 kettlebell swings every day. Just trying to hit that 150 mark of three different activities. You know, whether it's sit-ups or squats, lunges, whatever it is. I'm trying to do it for seven days in a row. Just do it for a week straight and just get back into it. I know I should probably ease into it a little bit more, but sometimes the only way I can get shit done is if I just bury my head into it and just don't think about it and just like, all right, I'm doing this for seven days and then we'll go from there. So I've been working out. I'm a little sore. feels good though. I feel like I accomplished something after I get done with my workout, and it, it's a good feeling. You know what I mean? Sure, my brain lies to me, says, no, don't work out. Oh, go watch Netflix. Oh, go eat ice cream. And that voice is a liar, and I'm going to quit listening to it as much. I'm still going to listen to it, of course, but maybe like once a week instead of like every day. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm at. Uh, just trying to get some healthy habits. The fingernail biting is going great. I pretty much... I mean, you know, I have a little tiny relapse maybe here and there, but it's been small, and it's going strong. So, you know, you can do these things if you think about them, if you're deliberate. You make the right choices, bada-bing, bada-boom, you see some progress. So, yeah, that's been good. Uh, But, yeah, we'll keep it short. I'll let you get out of here, get on with your week. I know you guys are all busy. I know you got your own shit to deal with. So thanks for letting me vent. Thanks for listening, as always. Uh, Today's music was In Order, Till I Get There by Lupe Fiasco, Lean On Me by Bill Withers, and Ladders by Mac Miller. So yeah, that's all I got for you this week, folks. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. I hope your life is, you know, all sunshine and rainbows, even though I know that's not the case. (laughs) But have a good one, folks. And until next time, Manchild, out. Feel it a little, feel it a lot I'm swimming a bit but deeper in thought Keeping my head on top of my shoulders Into some shit, I'm out of the box 
This the level of my need it all right now and forever is gone. Baby, the weather is strong, whether it's hot or cold. We're coming knocking on your door. Well, I'ma, I'ma maintain, I'm staying so high. Put the ladder all the way up till we touch the sky. And you know you're dead wrong, you in love with a lie. All I, all I, all I wanna do is free your mind. We don't see no lines, we don't color inside. It's a very small world, we don't fuck with the size. Yeah, see the bigger picture when it's beneficial. Loving how it fits you, blow the whistle when you run out of time. Yeah. Waking up, I open up my eyes. Do you mind if I blow your mind? A little closer, baby, don't be shy. Why you worried that it's gonna be fine? I guess that kind of day is really all I'm trying to say. We don't have a lot of time to waste. Somehow we gotta find a way. Somehow we gotta find a way. No matter how many miles it takes. I know it feels so good right now. But it all come falling down